Hi, I'm Barbara. And I'm Blaine. And you're listening to Bite. How's it going, everybody? That's right, it's my voice, which means it's time for another wonderful little audio present from the world of Byte. As always, I am your host, Aiden Hall. Joining me today is the wonderful new podcast editor, Daily Wilhelm. And our amazing creative director, the lovely... Megan Duffy. Now you didn't come for us. No, you came for the names, ladies and gentlemen. She's been the creative director for Rooster Teeth, as well as you've heard her on tons of things. She does Yang on Ruby, as well as several other opportunities within Rooster Teeth. And he's... Her assistant, as well as the current audio mixer for the podcast section. Oh, community manager. Excuse me. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're joined by Barbara Dunkelman and Blaine Gibson promoting their new documentary, Connected. Barb and Blaine, how are you guys today? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing fantastic. All right. Blaine, uh, Blaine is not my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to downplay what his role is at Rooster Teeth. He, he is a producer here at, uh, at the company. Yeah. So, I used to be your assistant, though, back in our team. Back in the day. Yeah. In the day. In the day. <laughs> Wednesday. So what got you guys started on deciding to make Connected? What finally, like, you guys decided that you wanted to do this? Well, we actually uh, uh, we have a team here at Rooster Teeth who works on the documentary series, I guess, that we're doing now. And it was a cool concept that they had come up with, and they were looking for people to be a part of it, and they thought Blaine and I would be a good fit, not only because, you know, they, they like what we do on camera, <coughs> but also because we're at that age where tech kind of came into play at a very young age for us, and so it would be interesting to see what it would be like to take that away from us. It's actually interesting, too, because when they um, first approached us to interview for it, uh, they were only looking for one uh, candidate, and they were just it was between me and Barbara, and they thought that, you know, we were both so, you know, such good candidates that they chose both of us. And we both ended up being the subjects of the documentary. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like your experiences on social media are different from one another? Um, yes and no. I think, you know, Blaine and I use social media very differently, but also very similarly. Um, we both use it to interact with friends, with our fans, uh, with our community, everybody. And, uh, you know, Blaine uses it more for, I guess, the dating scene yeah. than I do. But... <laughs> No, we definitely um, are heavy users, I guess you'd call us. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess, uh, yeah, like Barbara said, I've actually had like several relationships spawn from, you know, dating or I don't know if that's considered social media, but just those dating apps. So they thought that was a pretty interesting perspective. And, you know, we're both regular Twitter, Instagram users. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So um, I guess like before doing the documentary, did you guys feel apprehensive about giving up the modern technology, seeing as like your jobs and dating lives rely so heavily on it? Uh, I was definitely hesitant about it, um, especially since it was taking place over the course of a whole work week. You know, my entire job is done online. Everything I do, if I don't have the internet, I can't do a single aspect of my job. Mm -hmm. So I was a, a little apprehensive because I was like, how am I going to get everything done? I'm going to have to get people to do things for me, which I not a big fan of um you know I'm a little bit of a perfectionist in that sense I feel, but, that. I feel that. yeah I knew it'd be a fun experience though so um definitely willing to get a give up that week to do it yeah it was, just, it was kind of the same thing with me I had a small amount of reluctance but I think overall like you know the excitement of being able to get away from it and just kind of like you know basically being teleported back in time and just kind of experiencing that for a week uh kind of outweighed the the cons so i decided to go with it um but yeah 
it was definitely a unique experience, you know, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to like text and, you know, just all missing out on so many things. Yeah. What kind of hell is that? Uh, <laughs> how much do you feel that your participation in like your own social media versus like what you do for work affects your life? Oh, it's, it's a huge part of my life. Um, it, like every day, all day I'm, I'm on social media. I'm talking about what I'm doing, what's coming up for me interacting with people, my friends. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge influence on what I see of the world and what I know of the world as well, because that's how I get all of my news and information. I don't really watch the news or read the newspaper. So I guess in that sense, it's pretty big. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, uh, that's, you know, how I'm gain all of my knowledge about like what's going on around me. And, and once you lose all that, you know, it's like you feel so disconnected and just like you're out of the loop on everything that's going on. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's really kind of scary cause you just don't feel, you feel like very alone mm -hmm. at times. Like you don't know, you know, what's going on in the lives of your friends and stuff. So it's kind of hard. You feel disconnected. Yeah. 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 We decided to call the documentary connected for <laughs> some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So going to the experiment, like, would you do it again with a longer time frame? Cause five days for a lot of these experiments isn't like the standard like i see a lot of people like you see buzzfeed doing their i don't i don't recall what they call it but they have like a 60 life, day life, challenge yeah like life change where they do it for 30 days would you ever consider doing that again but like for 30 days or 60 days i i definitely would do it for longer if i could um you know one of the big criticisms on the we put out the trailer for the documentary and a lot of people were commenting like oh five days that's so easy i could do five days it's not long at all but the thing is, is that five days for Blaine and I is a eternity with our jobs because we're unable to perform any of our tasks. And so if if we were able to do it for longer, I think we would both agree to it. I don't know. Oh, no, no, for sure. I would have absolutely have done it mm. for longer. But it, yeah, like Barbara said, it's just like there's we couldn't exist yeah. with our with our jobs and what the demand is at work um, for, for much longer than that. So yeah, and we we play really. I don't want to like toot our own horn here, but we play really big roles at the company, and being on social media and being on the internet and being able to um, communicate through email or text or whatever it is is vital to our positions here. And taking us out of that for longer than five days would be a pretty big detriment to our positions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that horn. You guys are important. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I was like whenever I heard this. I was like. First, I was like, kind of like five days. That was a little bit. I was like, wait, that's a lot of time because you guys are like doing the courting stuff and the tweeting stuff, and that's a lot of work you'd be missing out on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even more than that, just like uh, you know, there, you're going to see during the shoot some of the stuff that we do like week to week, and you know, one of the things is we had like a shoot that week, you know, and we had to to get through all that and getting to locations and just like you know interacting with our crew and things like that that we were missing out on because we didn't have our cell phones so we we had we had some pretty cool obstacles uh, along the way during the week that you'll see once you watch the the dock yeah and there was stuff that we also had to plan in advance a little bit like i knew that that there was going to be a live action shoot on the friday of the the week we were filming and so before we started the documentary i had to get all the information on where it was going to be and what time I would be needed because people wouldn't be able to contact me otherwise unless they came to my house. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a bit of a challenge. And that would be very difficult if that was like an ongoing thing. Yeah. Was there anything you guys learned about yourselves through this by taking away the technology and still going about your daily lives? 
Uh, I learned that I'm really lazy. <laughs> Very lazy. Um, you know, there were some challenges we were given during the week where, you know, I had to go to the library to look something up and it's like, oh God, I need to drive to the library and like look up books and take out the book and write things down. And it was just like, man, having Google and just any information you need at any time you want, uh, you definitely take that for granted, I think. Uh, I learned that I'm not half the ladies' man that people chalk <laughs> me up to be. Uh, oh, no. You'll learn more about that, but let's just say without the dating apps and things and, and kind of having, having to approach talking to women from like a you know more traditional standpoint, not super successful on that. <laughs> but so it the was, burger phone wasn't the draw that you thought it would be? What that? The burger phone. Oh, no, I mean it. It came and went, you know, it worked out, but it was just like, oh, God, yeah, they they, they threw me out into the wild, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I had to talk to people, and it was uh, it was, it was scary, but funny. Yeah. Well, what kind of reaction did you get when you went quiet on social media? Um, people were definitely curious as to what was going on, you know, especially for Blaine and I. It's very unusual for us to be offline um, unless something big is happening. And so, you know, both Blaine and I said that, we're going to go dark for the next week or so. And I don't think there was too much speculation because we said like, Hey, you'll find out eventually what this is, but right. it's just funny to see the reaction from people being like, what's going on? Where are you? Are you okay? What's, are you sick? Yeah. <laughs> Once we got our, um, our phones back though, I mean, it was, it was really funny just catching up with all the stuff that we missed out on. And it was even things as simple as like friends, not knowing that, I was part of this experiment and like texting me a million times and like, where are you? So, Why are you ignoring me? Yeah. Yeah. So if you could change anything about the experiment, would you change anything or would you like kind of leave it as it was? Um, I think I'd make it a little longer actually, if I had to change one thing, because I feel like maybe by the third day or so is when we really started to get used to everything. And we didn't really have time to dwell in that kind of mindset for very long before it was over. Yeah, I'd have to agree making it longer because like like she said, we, you know, we adjusted by about day three. And I think we kind of like, you know, left the whole challenge on like a bit of a high note. Like we were actually at one point sort of enjoying it. But it would have been interesting to see the whole process go on a little bit longer. And then for us to just be like, OK, we're back to hating this again. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like technology is what defines your generation? I don't know if it's technology that defines it. I think it's just our generation's ability to acquire information quickly and communicate so easily with each other. You know, there, there's almost this sense of, you know, social media is a huge part of our life and our lifestyle that, you know, people don't just go out anymore and, and enjoy an evening. They have to take a picture of it and post it on Instagram. And so it's definitely a huge aspect and a huge part of our lives, but I don't know if define is the right word. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, every generation is kind of associated with the technology of their time. But I, I think, yeah, like the social media and, and that whole aspect of people's lives. And like, it's it's mo mostly the sharing, I think, that we're closely associated with. Yeah. Yeah, what would you want to define uh, your generation then? Maybe we could do something cool or invent something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, we have no, like weird <laughs> memes and crap like that. Yeah, it'll be memes. Hey, memes will hey, define Pepe's this generation. Important. Pepe is really important. <laughs> Museums, like in the future, looking back on our time, would be like, this is the most wasteful, shitty generation it's ever. It's going to be like frame photos of memes. <laughs> <laughs> like the Doge. <laughs> oh, gosh. Beautiful. Such wow. Such art. Much majestic. Uh, 
<laughs> so many good memes. That one just does not strike me. I'm I'm a Pepe person. <laughs> but um, so has the experiment like has it affected the way that you use or just kind of even view technology? Uh, I don't know if it like I I don't know about Blaine. I've gone back to a lot of my old habits after the documentary. Um, you know, we talk about it a little more within the documentary, so I don't want to spoil too much. But you know, you become a lot more aware of how people use technology when you don't have it. Like I notice a lot more people on their phones and not interacting with each other face to face. And you're very aware that that's happening, but when you don't have technology, it's like, damn, this is really sad. Um, so just making an effort to not always be looking down is something that I've tried to do lately. Yeah, I think um, I, I've, I've definitely taken some lessons away from the doc, and again, not to spoil anything. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll find out more, but uh, I mean, there's still things that are kind of like an ongoing process. Like I think we, we kind of have like a recap at the end after the whole thing and after the fact, and we talk about like what we've learned, what our takeaways are, and I've actually stuck to some of them, but like Barbara said, I've, I've definitely fallen back into some of my old habits. I'm just trying to get a good mix of like, you know, what is you know what are the good aspects of technology that aren't going to affect me on like a relationship level with like some of my friends and things you know and then I'm also trying to take some of the more traditional values that I think you know older generations had I don't know I guess what it comes down to is like if I'm in an elevator and there's another person in there then I try to stay off my phone like I try to not you know be like a robot tuned in on a device uh where do you think we'd be culturally without social media or your phones being so readily available it's hard to say because other technology has advanced so much in the last like five ten years not just phones and social media um i definitely think we'd be a more um i don't know i, I feel like social anxiety and all that stuff has increased over the last couple of years and i think that's because people can hide behind a computer or a cell phone to communicate <coughs> and to interact with people and so I don't know if that would change if that didn't exist and people would be more open and willing to go out and physically interact with other humans. But that's what I'd like to think. Yeah, I think there's a really weird mix of, like like Barbara said, like social anxiety and you know, there's this acceptable level of, you know, like people can stay hidden. And, and, you know, if you go like on the YouTube comments, like people are getting torn up, you know, because, you know, they they disagree with an opinion and they can hide behind a screen and they have no repercussions. So I think like there's a mix of that, but there's also like a certain level of altruism that is developed, you know, like all these communities have spawned with social media and the internet in like the rooster teeth community, for example, is just this great collection of people that would otherwise never know each other if it weren't for the rooster teeth, you know, website. So it's, I don't know. It's like a mix of good and bad. Like I think, I don't know. It's hard to say like where we would be, I think. So, you know, just, like, kind of going back to the early stage of the documentary, like, because, like, after we've, like, now talked about, like, kind of the after effects, like, what did you kind of predict would be your biggest hurdles, like, going into this? Like, besides, like, just, like, your jobs, relying on technology, like, just, like, the weird things that you were kind of thinking about beforehand? The biggest thing I was nervous about to have technology taken away from me was navigating. I am terrible with directions and knowing where I'm going, especially, like, I moved to Austin five years ago and I know that's still a pretty long time to be in a city but if I'm going to a location that I've never been to before I get a little anxious about finding my way there and knowing about parking and all that stuff so knowing that I wouldn't have GPS with me made me a little nervous and it, it became difficult at times yeah uh, navigation was definitely a huge one for me but also like 
I'm a really big Star Wars fan, and recently they came out with the Rogue One trailer. But oh, at the time, yeah. the film documentary, we didn't know if that was going to be out that week. Like I had heard rumors that there was going to be the Rogue One trailer releasing, so I was like, "This is going to be the week that they release a trailer, and I don't get to see it." So I was worried that like I was just going to miss out on some big world event or you know something that was important to me, you know, because I didn't have my technology. All right, that is really awesome. I think that's all the. All the questions we've got here. So, uh, Barb and Blaine, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. And you can check out Connected when it comes out for Rooster Teeth sponsors on April 15th. Uh, I've been your host, Aiden Hall. I'm Daly Wilhelm. And I'm Megan Duffy. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>